listening to the podcast, She Who Believes, with your host, Vivian Bell. Well, it's declaration time, and our declaration here at She Who Believes the Podcast comes from Luke 1 and verse 45. I will be declaring this word from the English Standard Version. Remember, you can choose any version that you choose. We only ask that when you speak this and declare this word over your life, that you replace the word she, or in some versions, woman, with your very own name. Because we believe that the word of God is for us, that it is just as alive and active as it was when it was written, when it was spoken, when it transpired over 2000 years ago. So here we are again, Luke verse, Luke 1 verse 45, and it reads as follows. And blessed is Vivian who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what was spoken to her from the Lord. Uh, Isn't that a great feeling to be able to personalize the word of God, to be able to know that his word is for you and to grab hold to it and claim it and make it yours because it is as children of God, his word is true for each and every one of us. Great day. You're listening to the podcast, She Who Believes, and I am your host, Vivian Bell, and I am indeed She Who Believes. And yes, as always, I'm excited to be here with you. I'm excited about this word that God has uh, shared with me. So um, I told you guys about my whiteboard and how sometimes God will just speak things to me. I'll have to get out of my bed or stop and just write it on the board. So and then later he'll come back and he'll expound upon it, right? So he gave me the titles for um, my podcast for this month. And um, the one for this week is titled A Trusted Heart. So initially he gave me those those words. He gave me that and some other subjects. But um, I started being led to pray for people who felt that they couldn't trust their own hearts. People who have been in bad relationships or have had some hurt and pain and brokenness. And now they're in a place of fear, like, okay, how do I move on? How will I love again? Even how do I love myself when I've allowed myself to be in certain situations or I love this person and they broke my heart or I like, I really thought I was hearing from God and this or that happened and this went bad. Like, what do we do? How do we move forward? And so many people, unfortunately, um, allow a moment and it might've been a moment that was 10 years, 28 years. I'm not, um, minimizing the effects of a bad relationship. Um, but you allow, uh, a situation that's not a permanent one to become your permanent way of life, living it bitter and angry and frustrated. And um, I just want to share a word that God gave me. He kind of brought this thing all together. And I'm just going to share it with you. Um, first, I want to tell you, I love this month of, uh, of February. It is what I consider the love month. And God had given me this devotional some years ago, over a decade or so ago, it's been published in devotionals. Um, I used to write a devotional for a ministry. Then it was also actually, um, 
uh, what am I trying to say, published <laughs> in um, Focal Magazine. It's been published in different places, but it was called the 28 Day Love Challenge. And it was 28 days because there's 28 days in February. And I felt like love should be celebrated the whole month. I initially was asked to write a devotional for like a seven day period around the, um, Valentine's Day. But then as I began to write, the Lord started speaking to me about celebrating and letting love become your way of life. Some people say that if you uh, do a new habit or follow it for at least 21 days, then now it is this is a, a way of life. So I also 21 plus 7 is 28. So anyway, uh, here we are in this month of love and just talking about, again, a trusted heart. Like, how do I trust my own heart? How do I tr- trust the heart of others? And, um, so anyway, long story short, that came to me. I started praying. Um, again, not as if like I'm just praying for you because you have issues, but praying because I was that person once. Like, um, I chose, I, I always knew that I would not stay in a place of bitterness, though. That's just um something I knew, something I felt. I always believe that there's more on the other side, even when I can't see more, and I'm tempted to believe that there's not more. Um, I did go through a season though when I said, um, Hey, I'm never going to date anyone again, get married, even consider it. God is going to have to part the sky, part the, the clouds and say that, that he is the one kind of like he did with Jesus when he said, this is my son in whom I'm well, please hear ye him. And my mother laughed at me and was like, God is never going to do that for you. Um, but he did something very similar to that. And I don't know if I've shared that with you guys before, but this th- that's another story for another time. Um, so I just want you to know that I'm not here talking to you. I'm here encouraging you saying, hey, look at me, been there, done that. Um, but about just like with everything in life, there's a choice, right? It, everything is a choice. Um, we can choose to accept that this is it for us. Because see, when, when, I, when I started to believe that because this thing didn't turn out the way I thought it would like, so I tried to do things the right way. Sometimes we think like, if I can do this, my works, then I will have this great life, this perfect life. And we, we want a life without hurt or burdens or brokenheartedness. And we think that's what will help us or perfect us. But really, it just leaves us in our works. And it doesn't allow us to understand the grace and the mercy of God and to increase our faith. Now, I'm not saying that if you were in a bad relationship that God caused that to increase your faith. No, we all make decisions and people make decisions in relationships. So, um, anyway, um, God just brought this all together. Um, he bought it together because, um, he had me praying for people who, um, hearts, as I told you, are like questioning, how can I even trust my own heart? And then yesterday, um, I have returned to work after being out for a little bit, um, took some time off to take care of some things, to further my education, to finish my chaplaincy certifications and some other things that God has called me to. And one of my coworkers came in and he was talking to me and um, we had met earlier because I was processing payroll for his department, but he came back in to talk to me about something that had taken place and I'm with another employee who was a manager. And so um Anyway, long story short, he started to ask me about my time off and I shared with him 
what I was doing. I said, well, actually, it wasn't per se a vacation, but I enjoyed the time. I completed, you know, my first uh, level of chaplaincy certification and how um, I'm involved in mental health matters and how we give back to the community and how we uh, provide mental health information and awareness to the community and to first responders and how that's just a passion for me and how once a month I go to attend a breakfast for first responders, make myself available, um, being um, a board certified biblical counselor and a mental health coach and you know just shared some things with him and he looks at me with this look on his face and of course at first I wasn't really sure what the look meant I, I didn't think it was a bad thing but I just didn't know what his thoughts were about that and I said well I didn't I didn't know if he knew that I was you know a counselor and he started like he he just kind of looked at me and then he started to light up and he said to me you know, most women like you. And so first of all, I want you guys to know that he is from a different um, country, but he's been here for a while. He's a citizen. And um, um, anyways, I'll get into to the rest of that. And I'll tell you why I'm sharing that with you is because so in his country, um, a lot of the men in his country don't perceive women as being equal. Um, and when I first started to work with him, he would not even knock on my door in my office. He would barge in. It was almost like there was this, I'm going to let you know I don't respect you kind of thing. But I just kept praying and I kept just being kind and letting my light shine. It wasn't always easy, but I did. But so, so I shared that backstory so that you can understand the weight of his compliment, right? So he said to me, after I explained to him the things that I, I was doing, he says, you know, most women like you they would not be doing what you do. And so I said, okay. And he said, no. He says, like, women like you who, he said, you raised children by yourself. And you have had hard times in your life. And not that I've given him a lot of details about my life. We, You know, I've shared a few things as God has led me to do so. Um, but he said, women like you, he said, most women who divorce, raise children on their own, have hard times, struggle with their families. They are not capable or in a place where they choose to ever see love again. He goes, but you choose to love other people. He goes, for you to give back in this way, he says, and for you to be where you are and who you are, I'm very, very proud of you. And so like, I was like, oh, okay, well, um, I appreciate that. But then as I started to spend some time with God and he was bringing, kept, the podcast kept coming back to me. It was like, that was huge. That was big because I wasn't showing him like, oh, this single mom who chose not to be bitter. And of course, that's what he saw also. But he was seeing Jesus. And this is not a brag at all. What, what I'm saying is that in that time frame, I never really realized that I was at a place where I had a 100% or at least 98% or maybe 90% gotten past the place of really. So I know I got past it because I love loving people. If you know me, I love people, right? Um, I might check people sometimes as I'm led. I like to say led by the Holy Ghost, but not always. So I won't tell that on Jesus. But um, I love loving people. I love encouraging people. I love blessing people. Again, this podcast for four years, She Who Believes, I want to encourage people to trust God, to believe God. But he said that to me. And then I started thinking about what God was speaking to me about with this podcast. And it was like, 
that was huge that he saw that and and then it really again not again about me but it was about bringing home what God was trying to say pray for the people who 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 feel that this is the end that they feel they can't trust their heart they can't trust love because think about this the word says that God is love so if you're having a problem with love we're having a, a, a genuine problem with God I went through a time where um, some people call it backsliding. I call it getting close to Jesus because if I had not taken that time away from the traditional place that I was attending service and going to being in a place where it was just me and God, because I was so broken and no one could offer me any guidance from where I was raised in this church. I got ridiculed. I got told I was should be ashamed for shaming our pastor's family because I had married the pastor's son and I was divorcing him and all these other things were happening. I was told you should just persevere and continue in this relationship that was abusive in so many ways. So I went through all these things and I couldn't find an answer anywhere. And I said, God, I'm going to study your word. I, I don't want to be here anymore. I want to be where you want me to be, but I got to hear from you. I got to know some things about you for certain for myself. And so I'm um, again, not co-signing, backsliding, but what I'm saying to you is this, that in my season of brokenness, where my heart was broken, where I was just honestly, when I look back, making it like making it because I had to my children um, recently, we, we have conversations. We talk and my son says, I remember waking up in the mornings, he said, and all I would remember walking by, he said, before I went to bed and when I woke up in the morning walking past your room and I would see you going at it exercising he was like you were putting in the work he goes and I also never really realized how blessed we were that you made us three hot meals a day he said we got breakfast lunch and dinner hot meals even when we weren't at home you sir you packaged up our hot meals and he was like you know during that time I looked and I thought about how hard life seemed because my friends had this and we were catching the bus and these different things and even though he was really young when we caught the bus he hears stories about it and he has some vague memories of some not so good things that happened on the bus um he looks back and saw you know what you put you 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 really sacrificed and you did these things and you made our life fun and you made our life these this and that but the life for me what didn't seem fun at the time all I knew is that my heart was broken. All I knew is that my marriage was over. All I knew is that I, I was trying to find where God wanted me to be. But I had these two souls that were dependent on me. So what I knew is that they would, were not going to see bitterness. They were not going to see me blame God. They were not going to see me choose to live a life beneath what God had called me to live, even though it looked like I was. They, I wanted them to see Jesus, right? And I know it seems like, hey, she's all over the place, but I promise you, if you stay with me, I'm going to bless you. This word is going to bless you. So again, God's piecing this together. He gave me the word of trusted heart. Pray for the people who've been heartbroken. And then he showed me how my coworkers saw that, hey, you were this heartbroken person. I know you've gone through some things, but you are letting the church. He said to me, it's the same coworker who said to me months back, he goes, I see the church come, the church flows out of you, right? And again, it's not because I'm perfect and it's not because sometimes I don't sit in that office and pray that God helps scrub the words out of my head that I want to say to people so that when they come in my office, I can say, how can I assist you? And when they're done, I can say, have a blessed day because that's consistency, because that's what I want, because I want to let God's light shine. So I'm not saying I'm, per I'm far from perfect, because if you knew some of the things that were in my head before I really let the Holy Ghost win, you'd be like, oh, she needs to be anointed. But anyway... <laughs> So I go from the title God gave me, what he was speaking to me and what 
my coworker said to me to my Bible study this morning. I shared with you guys that I've been studying Romans 8, and I know I've been sharing that for a while because I kind of stretched out the Bible study. Um, but God brought this thing home for me today. Romans 8, 31 through 39. I'll be reading it from the New International Version. It reads as follows. What then shall we say, to, say in response to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also along with him graciously give us all things? Who will bring any charge against those whom God has chosen? It is God who justifies. Who then is the one who condemns? No one. Christ Jesus, who died more than that, who was raised to life, is at the right hand of God and is also interceding for us. Who shall separate us? (laughs) This is my part right here. The part I love. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? It is written, for your sake we face death all day long. We are considered as sheep to be slaughtered. No. In all of these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. Alexa, turn off the... Y'all, please forgive me. And yes, I'm going to keep rolling through my Alexa blurb because Alexa keeps your girl uh, uh, on schedule. So, um, and I know you're thinking she should edit this out, but I'm really not going to because, well, this is just she who believes it's raw. It is what it is. And now, you know, some of my secrets to my organization because Alexa is, has been a great help. So anyway, I am jumping right back to the scripture, starting at verse 37. No. And all of these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. So before I go any further, I want to say something. This came to me. The imperfection of this podcast is like the example of the imperfection of our hearts, the imperfection of our lives, the things we go through, but it doesn't stop God's love. That interruption didn't stop this message and it did not stop the podcast. It could have, I could have edited it out, but I'm not going to because some things we can't change in this life. But in spite of the things we can or cannot change, what cannot change is the love of Christ. Mm, bless God. He says in all of these things. So it, I'm going to jump back to verse number 35 because it blessed me. It says, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? So no, no matter whether it's your coworker, your boss, someone who has it out for you, your ex-husband, your ex-wife, the person who broke your heart, they can't separate you from the love of Christ. Trouble can't. Hardship can't persecution can't because who doesn't know about persecution especially if you've chosen to live for Christ he told us that these blessings he's promised us is going to come with some persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword like anything that's bad anything horrible okay to be naked is horrible to be in famine is horrible to have the sword race against you is horrible persecution hardship but he says none of these things he said who meaning nobody nothing nobody No thing can separate us from the love of Christ. 
you're like, she's back to the scripture again, because there's so much beauty in the scripture. The word God wants you to get this week is that his heart can be trusted. We are more than conquerors because he loves us. He showed his love to us before we could even think about him. Before we could remember him, before any of those things, he said, you know what? I'm going to let Jesus, God in human form, come to this earth, die for your sins, take a whooping, take shame, go through all kinds of things, degradating things. Because I love you so much, I won't even let your own sin separate you from me. So when you find yourself in this month of love, in this this uh, Valentine's Day that's coming up in about uh, six more days, that you will not look to what you don't have, but I want you to look to a God that you do have who is everything. That he is the one that you can believe in. He is the one that you can have faith in. He is the one who you can bless in advance and praise him because he's good and he's great and he's mighty and he's wonderful and he loves and cares about you. God wants you to know that his heart can be trusted. If you want to know how to trust God's heart, if you want to know anything about salvation, about who God is, email us at empowerment at vivianbell.com that's e-m-p-o-w-e-r-m-e-n-t at vivianbell.com and find out about God his love for you the price he paid for your salvation and how even your sins won't separate you from him as his child God loves you he adores you and let me let me correct this for the Bible scholars Yes, sin separates us from God. But what I'm saying is, as a child of God, you are covered in the blood. And when we sin, first of all, we have to accept that Jesus' blood is enough. That's where I'm going with this. Jesus' blood is enough. We will always be sinners until the day we die. Now, I'm not saying practice sin continuously because, oh, Jesus, I'm saved and it's all good. What I'm saying is, is that when we fall, we fall in the hands of God as his children. We got to get up and say, God, forgive me. And just like that, he's forgiven us. He wipes the slate clean. So even your sins will not separate you from the love of God is what I'm saying. His He will still love you even if you're sinning. And he's like, okay, I can't touch you out there. I can't touch that. I can't co-sign on that because you shouldn't be out here doing what you're doing. But my grace is sufficient because it will greatly abound above your sin. Again, I'll break all this down for you if you need me to. Empowerment at VivianBell.com And just like Alexa interrupted tonight to remind me to do some other things, There will be some things that will interrupt your life. But let it remind you that God is faithful. Let it make you look to the hills. Let it make you praise him. Let it make you remember that no matter what, there is no who or no thing that can separate me from the love of God. So I'll rest in his love. I'll rest in the trueness of his heart. I'll rest in the fact that he cares. I will rest in the fact that he dwells within me as his child. I will rest in the fact that he is always with me 
and that he's for me and working all things out for my good. I pray that this year in Valentine's Day, whether you have a boo or you don't, that you will rest, understand and have a revelation of the love of God, because I promise you it's that love that I, for which I do this podcast because his love changed my life. When those who should have loved me didn't, when those who were close to me or family members turned their back on me because I chose God, his love has sustained me. And I promise you it'll do the same for you. I love you. I don't have to know your name, but if you're listening, know that you're loved. Not because you're listening to me, but because God called you. He has a purpose for your life that he called, that he would call you to this podcast or sermons that were led by men and women of God to draw you close to him. Know that you're loved. Know that you are being prayed for. Knowing that you are right here, right now. In this timing, perfectly timed to hear this word of God about how much he loves you because he wants that thing to settle in and sink into your spirit, whether it's 2022 when this message is being recorded or 2042. God loves you. His love is everlasting. It's everlasting. Until next time, you've been listening to the podcast, She Who Believes, and I am your host, Vivian Bell, and I am indeed She Who Believes. I'll meet you back here next week. You've been listening to the podcast, She Who Believes, where we encourage you to stretch your faith and to believe God for the impossible.